buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding and Gary Gallagher here from Remax. Gary, how are you doing? Jim, we're doing just fine on this. Uh, I don't know if you're watching the weather up here, but we had a we had a pretty crazy week at the weather up here in the Twin Ports with uh, record temperatures uh, happening, thunder and lightning the other night, and uh, and then the next day the, the uh, temperature just plummeted. And it's kind of like the real estate market up here in the Twin Ports. It's kind of plummeted right now where, you know, watching the market and seeing what's going on out there, it's uh, there are not many homes coming out of the marketplace right now. It is really slowed up. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've watched uh, from here in Florida the, the strange weather for the last couple of weeks here and the tornadoes and all the other kind of stuff is just, it's kind of nuts. Yes, it's really, really incredible that uh, those tornadoes, that tornado that took out uh, uh, in the central, you know, south central U.S., it's uh, just devastating to watch some of the pictures. You know, we've talked about this, Jim, over the years with the, with the, the uh, hurricanes, the fires, floods, uh, natural disasters, and I'll tell you something. This is devastating to communities and to happen at this time of year. Uh, for the large area that this took place in, it's just it's an unprecedented situation. And and the complete destruction, I don't know if you looked at any of the pictures, but oh, man, they had yeah. one, one picture where there was a refrigerator that got lodged in this big tree. I mean, this I is a good-sized no. refrigerator. And... Uh, I just, you know, your heart yeah. goes out to these communities that have suffered the devastation down there. And uh, we look from afar, but uh, it hits home. It hits home. And uh, this is real, real people, real lives. And these tragedies uh, with these natural disasters are, um, it just seems like they're, they become all too commonplace. And this is just the United States. This stuff goes on all over the globe, Jim. Right. You know, yeah. when it displaces people. But, uh, um, very big and um, hope the recovery that these people can recover and have some semblance of a nice holiday season. Right. So let me, uh, I just want to verify. So a couple of days ago, was it almost 50 degrees up there? Yes. And uh, then the next day it dropped down to what, 15 above or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it gets so bad, you know, we had rain and, and, you know, thunderstorms in December is, I don't recall when that ever happened. You know, occasionally we'll have some thunder snow, but these these were, you know, good thunderstorms, very, um, uh, very good thunderstorms. And they came through about 10, 11 at night. And the thing that happens is, you know, they called for these flash freezes. Right. And if you've got pooling water or puddling water, you know, your driveway, sidewalks, whatever, boy, when that freezes, it's it's not going to go away when you get into an extended freeze. So I actually woke up about 3 in the morning just to go out because I've got a couple of areas in my driveway where the water was 
just sit. And I thought, well, if I don't get that out of there, it's going to be just, it's going to be a, a, a skating rink. And, um, um, and I went out at three in the morning. It was just balmy as all heck. I would think it was 45, 46 degrees. Wow. At that time of the morning. And, uh, uh so, so unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. But the weather's now, now it's seasonal again. <clears throat> Yeah, that's very strange. The thunderstorm in December. Yeah, that's really strange. Yeah, I, I mean, we honestly we haven't had any any strange weather down down this way. Um, but I mean that that could change too. That we're we're technically out of uh, hurricane season. Um, so I hope that that doesn't, you know, come back. You know, unusually so this time of year. Um, but this it's just been too strange lately. Just very, very strange. So, well, this weather, you know, will put a damper on the real estate market here locally. I, it's just it's just a given, especially at this time of year, and especially in the holiday season. So, you know, you've got just all these factors coming together, and the um, uh, the real estate market at this point up here is just taking a a major league break. I think, and and we may we may just see this slowdown through new year's you know and uh, and the, the, you know the thing is is there's active buyers i had one of my buyers and we've been looking at houses all year and uh he he sent me a message the other day and he said are we ever gonna find a house <laughs> oh wow yeah and he just like it's just been uncanny that there have been just like no houses that are in th- there what they're looking for come on the market and uh, you know, and, and I, I called him, and we talked, and he said, "How many of these houses can we expect to come on the market every year?" And uh, you know, I said, "There's probably going to be ten, twelve, or what have you of this, you know, what they're looking for that are going to come on the market every year." And so I said, "But the the drawback to that is when they do, you're going to be in competition." And uh, so. You know, there there are people. I think the buyer's market up here, Jim, is still solid. It's still strong, but uh, it's it's taking a break. And I think the holiday season is upon us, and it's just going to be that way till we get through it. How about your market? Um, I, I was just going to ask you uh, before. What is the average sale price now in in the Twin Ports or in Duluth? Well, I'm I'm glad you asked because I just happen to have it right here. And uh, the average sale, sale price in just the Duluth proper market is two hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, and that's uh, that's with one thousand three hundred and fifteen sales units sold. So that's incredible <laughs> when you look at the uh, uh, the average sale price. I you know I don't know if you remember we we were back in the recession. I think the average sale price for the city of Duluth only, boy, it dropped down to like one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty thousand right. dollars. Right, you know, exactly. And, and that you go back to 2011, and here we are, 10 years later, and uh, uh, it's over doubled to to what the average sale price is. So that's a that's a robust recovery that we've had, and, uh, and it's it's very healthy, and it's it, it's good to see that. You know, I know people. Some people are still left very frustrated about the market up here, but um, um, and I think. I think in general, people across the country are frustrated with the real estate market because I think one of the hardest hit sectors, one of the biggest uh, demographics of buying a house is certainly the millennials, but it's also one of the hardest hit and the frustration levels because they're paying premium prices 
for housing. They're getting in the market as, as, as peak consumers now. They're paying premium prices for housing. They're, some of them still haven't found a house because there's so much competition. They have the benefit of the low interest rates. But this is a, a generation of, of uh, people that are buying these homes that when we, you know, 20 years down the road, when we look back on this time, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to be basically coming of age in the, in the 50s. They're going to start being 50 years old. They're going to be able to look, look back and just say, whatever the market's like at that point in time, and they're going to be able to say, wow, do you remember when we bought our house? And uh, this is certainly right. an unprecedented real estate market that we're, we're living through, Jim. And uh, I don't know about you, but it's, it's interesting and it's 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 one of those things where sometimes you you just throw your hands up and just say I don't know I don't know what to think it, it, it's just unlike anything I think you know either of us ever ever lived through. Yeah, it's I I totally agree. I I've got um, a, a new buyer who I had to give uh, um, <clears throat> I had to give the uh, honest honest discussion of. Uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to find much in your price range. And I sent her what there was, um, and uh, you know, because she wanted she wanted to buy you know something that needed nothing, and and her price range, you know, is uh, about two hundred and forty thousand dollars, and you're just not gonna you're just not gonna find anything down here that that is um, you know it doesn't need work, you know, so. We're going to start out and, and see what we can find, but it, it's probably going to take a while, and, and there's going to be some luck involved because um, you know this gal is going to have financing, and we'll probably end up going in on multiple offer situation, and generally one of those offers will be cash. And yeah, it's just a it's it's a strange market here as well. So um, yeah. Anyway. Well. Um, interesting market. I know that we've got some uh, some uh, stories to talk about here, and I know we'll pick those up in the next segment. And I know we've got some some interesting local stories as well as some some predictions that right. are going to be coming up here, Jim. So yeah, we got about uh, another maybe. minute left on this segment, so nothing to really jump into. Um, so, have you noticed any any change in the interest rates? No, they're holding steady. Uh, the mortgage interest rates for thirty year conventional fixed is at three point two five percent right now. Uh, your 30-year term for an FHA is at 3.75, and your 30-year term for a VA loan is uh, 3.625. You know, you can still get, if you want to do a conventional loan and go on a 20-year fix, you can get under 3%. Uh, they're currently at 2.99%, and a 15-year gym is at 275 uh, So... Still phenomenal rates. If you've sold your house and you have large down payments, some of these shorter terms are very attractive for these interest rates. Right. Yeah. All right, Gary. So let's let's do this. Let's take our break right here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of those some of those local stories as well as um, folks. We've got some some predictions um, for the upcoming year given by one of our one of our uh, national opinions, uh, Mr. Brad Inman, and uh, we'll get into that when we continue on the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning and Gary Callagher here from REMAX. I'm down in Punta Gorda, Florida, and uh, you can still reach me, and I, I can help you find real estate down here in Florida. Um, it's just as... Uh, 
it's it's as it's as interesting and, and difficult as it is up in the Northland, but that's kind of where the whole country is. But uh, anyway, give me a call down here. My number is two one eight three four eight seven six five three. And Gary, why don't you give out your phone number? Hey Jim, I'm up here in uh, the Twin Ports, uh, licensed in both Duluth and Wisconsin, or Minnesota and Wisconsin, and uh, I can be reached at two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. And I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm still working with uh, three sets of buyers, and they are uh, one of them is looking for uh, a property. They'll they they would like to stay under their max is somewhere up eight nine hundred thousand. Uh, they don't really want to spend that much. But they can if they if they need to be, and they're looking for uh, not, uh, just a, a a nice house, some type of a custom house. Uh, if you got lake, river, land, whatever, they'll um, uh, they'll look at it. Uh, another couple that's looking, they have about a four hundred thousand dollar max uh, sale price. They'd uh, uh, they'd love a view, uh, you know, being up here in the Twin Ports. Uh, but uh, they're 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 looking, and if if you have something and you don't want to put it on the market right away, give us a call. We can we can do these one time showings. And uh, again, two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. Jim. Yes. Have you ever done any online shopping? Oh sure. Have you ever done any Amazon online shopping? Oh yes, of course. I know this isn't too much real estate related, but I just uh, had an interesting story or an interesting thing happen to me this week, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Okay. So my wife says to me one day, "Hey, can you can you go buy some of this? She buys this this certain type of uh, dish soap." And, uh, and I have an Amazon app and I've never, I don't use it that often, but I said, oh yeah, I'll buy it because then I can use my app. And, uh, so I go online and I'm not an astute online shopper. Right. <laughs> and so I go to this, I find this, this brand that she likes and, uh, I order and it says, you know, quantity, you know, you pick the quantity. So I said, uh, I'll take nine. I put the number nine in there, you know. And uh, they gave me the checkout, and I thought, well, this is kind of expensive, you know. But I didn't think of anything about it. You know, I bought it, and I paid it. And uh, <clears throat> a couple days later, I hear my wife saying, what the heck is this? <laughs> and they come in, and this, this guy delivers these things on a, uh, on a dolly. Oh, no. And she's got these two big boxes that say heavy on them and a third box. And like, and she goes, "What did you order?" And I'm like, "I didn't order anything." I said, she said, did, "Did you order the dish soap that I asked you?" And I said, "Yeah, I, but I just ordered nine bottles of it." <laughs> you ordered. Well, so I, I opened the box, and there's the dish soap, and there are nine cartons of them with six bottles each in them. <laughs> <laughs> so I got nine. But there were nine individual cases, so we are now the the owners of fifty four bottles of this dish soap that we're going to have for the next several years. I would imagine. Well, can't you return some of it? Well, I just i i thought, well, we'll just deal with. I, I'm sure we could have, but uh, <laughs> that's why it was so expensive. I mean, and and when I looked at that, well, that's why it was so much money, and uh, um, but. Uh, we use it. We'll use it, and uh, I. Uh, but that's funny. You got to pay attention to the details. Oh yeah, yep. 
Well, I uh, you and, know I don't shop very much on Amazon myself. My wife does a little bit, and I know that she'll get something, and if she doesn't, she'll try it on. You know, if it's clothes or whatever, she doesn't like it. She just she goes right back to Kohl's, I think it is, and Kohl's will ship it back to them for for free. So um, yeah, I know you can. I know you could take a lot of that back if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> that's just funny story though. You do have to pay attention, Gear, huh? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, Jim, we got some uh, real estate predictions coming at us now. I know we got one by a pretty important uh, person in the uh, national real estate industry. You know, I read uh, those you- too, and and uh, some of them seem a little crazy to me. How about you? Yeah, I I, I was uh, yeah, they did. I was you know, I thought, well, this isn't your typical prediction type thing, right? Yeah, but let's Especially go through because it, it sure is at least interesting. I, I think if we start backwards and work down yeah. from the, the top 10, um, we've got uh, uh, number 10, and it goes like this. A pile of Range Rovers and a few Bentleys will go back to the dealers, but the vanity plates, I sell, XXX real estate will last a career no matter what you drive. Now, if somebody can decipher that for us and ask us what that means... We don't know, but we have the option here on this thing, and it says you can agree or disagree with it. And right. uh, I I disagreed with it, but the overwhelming people agree with it. So I don't know what it means, Jim. But uh, well, do you suppose? You can, do you suppose it means? Um, uh, well, yeah. I, I I I seriously, I read that, and I'm like, I don't understand what he's talking about. So unless there's a lot of real estate agents out there, and they all have. Their custom license plates. I, I'm really, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, and why or is Brad, he seeing that there's going to be a lot of foreclosures? Uh, I mean, a lot of people losing their cars or something. I mean, because they're, I don't know. We'll, go well, back we'll have to, to figure that one out. Yeah. But it, it, uh, I just really don't know. And uh, that was number fifteen, the top, yep. the top fifteen predictions. Um, and if you have these up and we want to alter back and forth on Yeah, them, sure. Yeah, number 14 is, is it says uh, good agents will, and I'll just say kick butt in 2022, and a rocky market is kind to the tenacious but less so to the prima donnas. They will continue to peacock around, but no one will be watching. So overall, I think his his, his vote, his, 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 his theory for this coming year is that we're going to have a correction. But also, too, I think what that's what he's saying there is that, and this is a common uh, rule of thumb, Jim, is that twenty percent of all the agents in any given real estate market right. do eighty percent of the business. And I think that that when you get your longstanding agents who have have built their relationships, that they're going to uh, uh, they're going to be fine. And then people that are out there working their butts off. You know, doing their open houses, you know, calling their sphere, doing all that stuff. If they're if they're tenacious, they're going to be fine. But right. the people that are just jumping in the business for glitz and glamour and trying to make a quick buck, they could be in for a little bit of a surprise as well. Yeah, I I, I think that could be as well. So, all right, Gary, go on to number thirteen. Number thirteen on the executive front, leaders, not cheerleaders, will win the day next year, and this is leadership of. Your companies, right? So leaders, not cheater or cheerleaders, will win the day next year. 
And overwhelmingly, 97% of people agree with that, that good leadership is, I think, you know, no discussion needed. It it, uh, goes with the turf. This isn't an Urban Meyer type of a situation here. Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) And so uh, uh, good leadership is, is, uh, is, that's just what it is, good leadership. Number 12. All right, number 12, iBuying gets trickier as prices slip in many markets, but a new bottom creates opportunities for investors by the end of the year and into 2023. Um, yeah, well, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty bold prediction right there. He's really saying in this one, um, you know, a new bottom creates opportunities for investments. I mean, I... Um, hmm. I don't know what the votes were on that one. I can't see the vote tallies. What do you have on that? Eighty-four percent agreed with that statement. Yeah. So I mean, he's he to me, it seems like in these predictions, he's calling for a big correction, uh, and and starting starting pretty quick. So we'll see. And of, of course, folks, I buyers, um, that is big companies that are saying we'll just pay you cash for your house, and they'll and you can have like you know up to. Two or three months to, to move, uh, your money is guaranteed, and um, then they take your house and maybe they put a couple of dollars into it and they and they put it back on the market. But as we were talking a couple of weeks ago, of course Zillow exited that market after losing you know hundreds of millions of dollars. So that's what an i buyer company is. So Gary, why don't you get into number eleven? Number eleven, Jim. Power buyers. And these are cash offer um, fintechs or fintech startups will need to adjust when home buyers aren't in a crazed competition for every listing. And overwhelmingly, and anywhere from fifteen to seventeen hundred people vote have voted on these things so far, Jim. And ninety-one percent of people agree with that statement as well. So, but I think that to me is just common sense. You know, if uh, the market isn't in a crazed frenzy, everybody has can can adjust their, uh, you know, what their offers are going to be and that type of stuff. So, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Right. Okay. Um, and then number 10, the Keller Williams and Douglas Elliman IPOs will face a lukewarm reception as the real estate market suffers and as stock equities remain volatile, valuations across the sector will be depressed. So uh, I actually didn't even know that Keller Williams wasn't already um, publicly offered. Um, so he's just saying that uh, unlike some of the other real estate companies that were that were startups, these one these two aren't startups, but the, the startups just took off crazy. On their initial offerings, and he's saying that that's not gonna that's not gonna happen when these two come um, for their initial IPO. What are your thoughts? Seventy eight percent. Well, seventy eight percent of the people agree with you, Jim, on that one, and I guess I would tend to agree with that. I think real estate is going to become a little bit of a like, you know, what's going to happen with the market type of stuff. I mean, we we can't stay in this upswing forever, and so I think people will be cautious when it comes to investing in these these types of things. Um, So now here's a good one. Number nine, the Department of Justice will continue to drag the National Association of Realtors through the mud until the entire brokerage process becomes transparent. National Association of Realtors CEO Bob Goldberg will declare victory. Hmm. Well, I 
I don't know how we're not how our our business model isn't transparent already, um, but uh, I, I'm sure that everybody agreed with that one, right? Eighty-seven percent of seventeen hundred votes agreed with that one. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, number eight, proof. California Association of Realtors Executive and Woman Up co-founder Sarah Sudachen will become the next California of Realtor California Association of Realtors CEO. I don't pay much well, attention to California. I don't either. We certainly talk about it a lot, but sixty-seven percent of the votes agree with that one. There you go. All right, number seven. Yep. Equality will spread its wings, creating opportunity for the entire industry. Yeah. I have no reason to uh, disagree with that, for sure. Jim, that's one of the closest votes in this whole whole thing here. 52% of the people disagree with that. Oh. And it's almost, that was the, one of the highest vote getters. Almost eighteen hundred votes got on that, and they disagree with that one. So, right. interesting. Number six. Uh, as always, good houses will command robust prices. And then he puts in here, "I am too poor to be cheap." Which, okay, see, I, that's that was one of the strangest lines mm-hmm. I saw in there. I'm like, I don't even know what he's meaning there, but. Um, well, I think 98% of uh, people agree with that one, Jim. And well, I, I agree with that, that. I agree with the, the sentence, but, uh, you know, the I am too poor to be cheap. Um, yeah, that's, the, that's the part that is confusing to me. I agree. I agree. Enough said. I, yeah, I think um, this guy is a little bit, he's a, he's a, a little bit rogue, um, but he's created a, he's created a pretty good, pretty good place for, um, real estate news, um, by and large. Number five, Jim, peekaboo or off-market listings. I've never heard them called in, that. Have you? Never. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they will become an endangered species. In a new market, exposure will trump insider deal making. That's sixty-five uh, percent of the people agree with that, and I think this is a, a interesting one for sure, Jim, because uh, we all know that. You know, off-market listings or somebody calls you up, uh, you know, you have a buyer for it. They can, uh, you know, sellers. I think it's extraordinarily important that if you do have a buyer and you get get a listing and you explain to the seller what, you know, hey, I have a buyer. I could bring them in. Explain to the seller what could happen, what the dynamics are. And, and uh, uh, obviously exposure and competition, generally speaking, is going to create more money for them. But um, um, I think as long as you have been upfront and forthright with your sellers, uh, you know, sometimes sellers don't want people coming through their house. They just don't like the, the, right. the listing process, you know. And so uh, uh, sometimes that's work. But I think it's important as long as they know what's going on, that uh, that's fine. But very but another close vote on that one. Yeah, I, I hear you there. And I, and I think that uh, exposure has always been the name of the game. I mean, in any market... The more the more bodies that can that can see your property, the better off you should be able to do. So, um, but you know you're right. There are a lot of people out there that they don't want their house in the. Uh, um, you know they don't they don't want all kinds of people traipsing through their house and and um, you know, and I agree. I mean, when I've sold houses that we've lived in personally, it's always been a 
it's always been an uncomfortable thing. So I always tell people, you know, selling your house and having all these people walk through here is a pain. Um, but that is, uh, that is a way to uh, get the best number that you can. All right, Jerry, number, number four. Uh, I think it's me. Um, real, estate, yep. real estate celebrities will begin to look silly in a tougher market. Next year, those who understand the business of grinding out real estate deals will get stars on Hollywood Boulevard. So, um, I don't know how that looks silly. I know that I do notice that when when a celebrity is selling a piece of real estate, they they now seem to wholeheartedly attach their name and persona to that house, thinking that it's going to get more money. I mean, that's what I that's what I assume. How are the votes on that one? Seventy two percent of the people agree with that one. Okay. All right, Gary. Number three. Number three, the luxury housing market will cool. The rich are on standby with big ticket items as economic and pandemic uncertainty jolt confidence. Uh, in Palm Beach, crickets are all you can hear, one top producing agent says. Hmm. Yeah. That is a 50 50 agree disagree. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that for us, you know, in this area, the luxury housing market has not cooled. Um, I think it does still take um, longer days on market to get them sold. Um, but I mean, I, I still see it going here. How about how about up in the, in your area? Well, the luxury housing market up in Duluth is small to begin with. Believe right, exactly. Me. And uh, it's it's not cooling off right at this point in time. So whatever we have for a luxury market, it's hot, it's rolling, and it's uh, I don't see any. Uh, uh, you know, people not coming to the marketplace once those houses hit the market. There's a lot of competition for them. All right. And then number two, this is the one that uh, I'm most curious about uh, as far as what people think about, whether they agree or disagree. It says, a buyer's market will come ashore as supply increases. 69% of the people disagree with that one. That's the second highest vote getter, Jim. Yeah. And... Um, Cause I'm not, I'm not I, sure I agree with that at all. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think the buyer's market is still down the road. I think we're still in the seller's market. And I think once you start to see these interest rates shift uh, and they start getting about 4%, 4.5%, maybe even approaching 5 then I think you'll see a shift. But until then, I think the seller's rule. I, I agree. And plus, I think, you know, um, they say as supply increases. One of the, I mean, to me, the biggest, the biggest problem with uh, getting existing inventory is those people who are going to sell that inventory have to have some place to go. And that for the last several years has stopped many of them in their tracks from either a move up or a sideways move or a downsize uh, because of the lack of inventory. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I echo that exactly. I mean, I think it's just one of those things to where the buyer's uh, the sellers right now are the are benefiting from the, the number of buyers in the marketplace. And I don't see this slowing down anytime soon. But I think that there will be a correction. But until we see the mortgage interest rates take off, uh, I think that this could be a, a few more years, Jim, of, of the buyers uh, in the marketplace and the sellers and it, and it being a seller's market. I think one other thing that could affect and actually could increase supply is, um, 
is if the government starts talking louder about, um, I mean, now they're, we're spending all of this money, or trying to, I guess the, the new bill is it's still installed. Uh, when, when we have to recapitalize or, you know, or, or pay that money back, I do believe that they're going to go after capital gains taxes. And I think when they start talking about capital gains tax increases, um, they usually will give you a year warning or something like that. I think that's what they did the last time. I think that's when people will put their houses on the market if they have a lot of equity, you know, to pay that 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 smaller tax. I think that may affect it. Jim, number one, mortgage rates will rise. I bet you this was a ninety percent agree. Ninety six percent agree. It was the top vote getter, and uh, I think it goes without saying that we've been talking about this for the last couple of years. Uh, eventually, we still believe they're going to go up, uh, but. They haven't really taken off at this point, and I know earlier this year all the experts agreed that they were going to take off, but uh, they've certainly gone up, but they're stable, and they haven't, um, uh, they just really haven't uh, gotten over that, that 4% mark yet. There you go. So those are the top, <clears throat> top 15 predictions from a little strange guy named Brad Inman. I think he's a little strange, especially the way he wrote that, um, but... Anyway, all right, Gary, we're we're over our break time here, so I we are going to take a break right here. You're tuned in to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ron and Gary Callagher here from Remax. Gary, why don't you give out your phone number one more time? Two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. And my number down here in Florida is 218-348-7653. All right, Gary, so um, let's talk about some developments on London Road. Listen, Jim, London Road is uh, alive and well in in the city of Duluth. And, uh, you know, from 36th Avenue East to to 40th Avenue East on that long uh, straight stretch down there, there's been some major league development with the Zivago um, cooperative condominiums coming online here last year to um, uh, the development on the upper side of the road that's really exploding right now. And uh, this developer, Ted Stocky, whose family is a long time in the, in the local real estate industry here, um, you know, he, he, he advertised these things. And I think this goes back three years or so. Uh, and he built one single family residence there. And it was just a real slow go, you know. Then he built another uh, twin you know, two units in one one dwelling. But now if he's got a third one, a fourth one, a fifth one, and a sixth one all under construction. And it, it is uh, a lot. There's a lot of activity down there. And uh, this thing is really going to take off. And I'm, I'm just really, you know, I, I, I can't even think of the word. I'm, I'm kind of like, what's going to happen? What's this going to do to this London Road area that is so congested to begin with? Because they've got two curb cuts there, and I'm assuming, and I hope one is going to be in and one is going to be out, but I don't know. Uh, but there's a lot of activity going there, Jim, and I think it's good, but I don't know what it means for the uh, traffic congestion uh, as we move forward. Gotcha. Uh, and and I've, I've uh, you sent me pictures of those, and... Yeah, it looks like they're they're coming right along. Yeah, and they've created some new, you know, these things are are modern twin homes now. 
They right. built one single family home, but all the other ones are twin homes. And what they've done is they've gone up and they've built uh, on the tops of the newer ones that they're building, like an extended uh, catbird uh, thing on the top. So you're going to be able to go up on the roof and sit out on your roof and enjoy the views of, of Lake Superior. Right. And I think that that's really cool. Uh, but uh, uh, the development and it, listen, there are a lot of, of these dump trucks coming in and out there. There's a lot of dirt and muck that's being spewed on the London road. And it's, it's, it's short term. This is going to be a very muddy situation. And the biggest concern, you know, being familiar with that area between 36th and 40th Avenue East is especially in the springtime, Jim, when, the, when we get the snow melt, there's a lot of, of um, uh, uh, water that comes onto that uh, southbound lane of London road. Right. And it's going to be a mess, you know, and they've got large rocks that they've put in for the driveways. And some of those rocks are getting onto London road and with all the traffic out there. It's just a very, what I would consider a messy situation. I think this is a very cool development, but, uh, until this is fully developed, it's, uh, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be messy, but, uh, but I give my, you know, kudos to this guy for taking this because this is, a massive project of what he's got going up there. Yeah. I I can see that and I think that the impact on London Road, you're right. I mean, just these big trucks and stuff, it's it's gonna it's gonna deteriorate um the road some somewhat I would think. Well London Road is scheduled to go uh, undergo a, a road resurfacing in twenty twenty five. So I hope these developments all get done and are through and done so they don't have to muck up the road once they do that resurfacing. But uh, interesting project in that area, and these houses are selling, and they're in the $500,000 range. They put them on the MLS gym, and they, they he's put a couple, I think three of them on recently. They've all gone pending within within a week. Right. So there's interest in them. People are buying them, and, uh, you know, we'll... Um, How many are there going to be in total? Do you know? I think there's going to be seven... There's no way they can put 17 dwellings in there. That's what I thought you said, you know, originally. But there's going to probably be close to, uh, I would imagine, 10 dwellings built. And, and these are doubles. Right. So um, I, I would imagine it's going to be between 20 and 30 actual units that uh, uh, when it's all said and done. But but um, it's surprising how many they can squeeze in. Have you been by the Namaji Golf Course recently? No, I haven't. Well, if you should drive out there. I, the last time I was up, I was shocked. I knew that this guy that owned the piece of land right outside on the Magic Golf Course wanted to put three or four um, little houses in there, and I thought there's no way there's enough room. And by golly, they're they're uh, they're under construction. Maybe they're even close to finish now. I couldn't believe they could fit all of them in there, but they did. Uh, I think there's three of them in there, and the lot to me just doesn't seem like it would be big enough hardly for one. You know. So it's surprising. How are we doing on time, Jim? I know we're uh, we've got a we've actually got to come up on a break right here because we went long on our last segment. So, folks, stay tuned to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We got one more segment coming up, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. We've got a couple of things we want to cover here in our last segment. So, Gary, let's get going. Uh, talked to Greg Fulmer of Greg Fulmer Commercial Real Estate earlier this week, and the old central sale has been delayed a little bit, probably going to close in January. So uh, we'll get him on once that closes and uh, 
get an update from him. And then also, Jim, downtown, the old Duluth liquor store on First Avenue East and First Street is gone. And that, that was down there for decades. And uh, this is basically right across from the uh, uh, soft center uh, parking ramp. Uh, I don't know what they're going to build there, but uh, definitely has opened up. And it be interesting to see what they, they've done. Then another big story going on here locally, Jim, is uh, deals with the Kenwood Shopping Center. Uh, you know, we've, you know, last summer or whatever, they started, uh, uh, taking down trees and landscaping that thing. They took down some houses, uh, right off of Arrowhead Road there. And then most recently they've had a, uh, almost like a, uh, gravel pit situation to where they've taken the rocks and they've ground them up and you've got these big mounds of, of, uh, you know, small aggregate rocks up there. And, uh, there's a story this week that, uh, that they want to expand that strip mall up there. Uh, and right. then the planning commission earlier this week decided to table that request because uh, they want some more information on it. And it sounds like uh, at least one of the commissioners is pretty ticked off at this developer, uh, Shamrock, uh, you know, that uh, for taking those trees down and they thought they may have done it, uh, you know, without notifying the city properly and you, you went through the proper process so they're holding up the uh the approval for that uh, and sending that on to city council for um uh final approval yeah that's an interesting story i read all about that one as well so now those trees were removed several years ago though weren't they or am i wrong no, I was, it was at least two summers ago i believe yeah. that they took that down and they started landscaping all of a sudden you know everybody's like well what are you doing and, and they didn't you know they never pulled permits for that if i remember correctly right yeah. and it was like you don't need to pull permits for like landscaping and that's what they said they were doing they claimed that some of the trees were old they were deceased they were dead and that, and that's why they took them out but uh it sounds like the developer is a little bit on he's he got under the skin on on uh, some of the planning commissioners and uh uh they're not uh, very happy with some of the things that he's done so they're going to make sure they know what he's doing and have it all in writing and and uh be interesting to see all that Kenwood shopping center you know develops up there yeah there we go okay we got about another minute here buddy so in any event jim uh locally real estate is slow up here in the twin ports jim i think through the holiday seasons it'll be it's going to be slow just because uh, of lack of inventory well lack of inventory in the holidays you know everybody's minds are set now so What's your market doing down there? What do you expect as we get to the new year? Well, we're turning a hard corner into into unbelievable um, busyness, or, or I should say unbelievable numbers of people who are going to be looking for a house because as soon as we get through to the, through the holidays, that's when the wave of people come down. Um, and uh, so when we have more more bodies here, um, renting places, things of that nature. A lot of those people are going to be, are going to also be clamoring and looking for houses. And boy, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough market to find one. So, uh, I know that, uh, there's a house in my neighborhood that just went on the market and, um, I went to set up a showing just to, just to, to preview it for a buyer. And there's probably already eight showings on it already in just the first day. So, I mean, it's very typical, but I think it's only going to get busier. So, all right, Gary, yeah. that's about it. Why don't we? Uh, why don't you give your phone number one more time, and we'll we'll get out of here. Two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. And my number is two one eight three four eight seven six five three. Thanks for listening to the Twin Ports Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we will be back next week. 